Hey guys, welcome back to the Single Chronicles. We are in season two. That's right. We're back at it again. Now, today's episode, we are talking about female sexuality and owning it. Yes, this is a female empowerment, but it's not exactly what you think. Anyway, I know that I didn't give you guys a season finale for season one and things ended rather abruptly and I apologize for that, but we are here now. So sit back and relax and welcome to the Single Chronicles. Hey y'all, I know that 2020 was quite the year. And while I continue the Single Chronicles uh, podcast, as well as a few bonus episodes for season two, a jump started season three, you know, we were all trying to adjust. Uh, some of us are still trying to adjust. I'm, I'm one of them. But um, I wanted to come back to the podcast because I know that I'm preparing to conclude season three and another few episodes. Uh, right now, we are at, I think, episode nine that I am editing and recording or 10 I can't even remember but anyway I'm back it feels good to be recording in front of a mic and uh not having to deal with editing videos because that's what I've been doing that is my life and not just the single chronicle stuff but my Zumba stuff my twerk out stuff just regular stuff even doing videos for other people and I can't complain because it's becoming lucrative and I'm learning so many things about this industry and this trade this craft whatever you want to call it but that's not while I'm here that's not what you guys are tuning in for. Not on the podcast. Uh, I will say this. Season 2 is going to be a little different than Season 3. So before I get into this episode, I want to let you know that I will record some of these live. So if you're on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, you will get an opportunity to see these podcasts recorded in video. So you'll see me in the studio with people. But that's further on down the road. I'm not even going to worry about that because... I haven't set that up, but I do say this. I want to have guests, so stay tuned. I mean, I have big things planned. The Single Chronicles is my baby. You guys already know this came from a place of healing and transparency and all that other good stuff. So the videos on YouTube are one thing, but the podcast is kind of different because I want to bring people on and get their point of view, not just from singles, but people who are in relationships, people who are married, just all types of stuff that revolve around the dating aspect of life and just partnerships and all that other good stuff. You know, Single Chronicles can talk about it. I talk about whatever I want to talk about. So this will be no different. Season two, I definitely want to do more. But anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, today, I'm talking about owning feminine or female sexuality. Um, I wanted to talk about this because as a female in the 22nd, whatever, 21st, we were in the 22nd century. But anyway, <laughs> I want to talk about female sexuality today, right now, only because I've seen and heard so much on social media, the internet, personal conversations I've had with people. Um, the age of woman, it, it's here. Um, 
you know, as a feminist, I've seen so many strides taken for women, especially women of color. Um, you're starting to see more of us in, you know, the movies, on TV. A lot of us are even wearing our natural hair, which is dope. Now, yes, I know I wear weaves and wigs and stuff, all that good stuff. But the thing I want to talk about it, talk about is that with females in general, you know, we've come a long way. We still have a long ways to go. And our identity and our just everything, you know, I, I, it's, it's, we just have so much going on right now. It's, it's crazy. I, wait a minute, I had to put my, I got my phone going off. It's like, God knows what time, but right now I'm, I'm popping. But anyway, ignore that. Um, the whole thing about our sexuality, about femininity is, a controversial subject only because with us as females we are viewed as the secondary gender and gender the topic of gender in general is is, is a lot to deal with and i'm not even going to go into the whole gender identity that's a whole other subject for a whole other day that i do not feel like tackling now but i'm talking about female feminine sexuality something that is for the most part been viewed as taboo being a female and owning your sexuality has always been a taboo subject and back in the day it was like oh if you owned your sexuality and you were confident in it and you were like look i'm gonna sleep with whoever i want to sleep with you already were labeled a hoe a slut a skank or whatever the case might have been you were already stamped with the scarlet letter and if you don't know what the scarlet letter is check it out <laughs> it's a book <laughs> but um we're not even gonna get into the history of that i don't i don't want to like draw my pocket i hate drawing my podcast out super long because if you're listening to this on your commute to work if you're not working from home then i don't want to take up too much of your time but Female sexuality, it's, it's a whole different thing. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy because men for ages have owned their sexuality. Men are the ones that approach women. You know, they are the gatherers, hunters, the providers, and all these other titles that pretty much give them empowerment. And that's just how you know, history has shown the two genders. Here's the men, head of the household, yada, yada, yada. And the women are the supporting uh, structure of that. But as times have changed, more women are, are in the workforce. The uh, gender wage gap is decreasing. The glass ceiling is just vanishing little by little. Now, I'm not saying that it's gone because... Even working in human resources, payroll, and all that other stuff for 20 years, I've noticed that not a lot, a lot has changed, but not a lot has changed, if you know what I mean. Women still make less than their male counterparts. We are still viewed as, I don't know, the lesser of the species, whatever you want to call it, even though we 
create life inside of us. We bring forth life. We continue on the species. It doesn't matter. Cats, dogs, whatever. All mammals. Without the female, there is going to be no population at all. I'm sorry. You hate to hear it, but that's the truth. Um, Yeah, men are the seed. And they plant that seed in women. But science has shown that they can eliminate that. They can just clone the female chromosome and do their mojo and bam. You got a whole other thing. Whatever, you know. I'm not a scientist. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. But there have been uh, scientific studies of uh, cloning our chromosome, which I believe is the X chromosome. Um, I'm, I've been out of school in, for a while now. But... Um, our capabilities, our achievements, everything that we bring to the table in society has always been diminished to some level. So if you're a man, is it's just, it's a man's world, whatever. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm bashing men, like men provide, they bring the yin to our yang or vice versa. So, you know, you can't have one without the other, science aside. But I'm here to talk about us as females and the owning of our sexuality. So before I even just like get off topic or start getting into the science of the genders or whatever, I just want to like, just focus on this, this, our sexuality as females. And I got inspired because I know they was talking about Lori Harvey, Stevie, Steve Harvey's daughter with, um, Michael B. Jordan, um, the so everly handsome actor (laughs) and uh them two dating now i try to stay on social media as you know if you follow my youtube page if you're subscribed you know i do fucktivity and fucktivity in the news and i talk about whatever you know that might be trending especially if it's trending and that's all people are talking about. I think last week I did, well, not last week, the last fucktivity in the news, I talked about the Gorilla Glue Girl, which was trending for a minute. So, I mean, I I tend to, I'm on social media, like everybody the hell else. So I tend to, if it's like trending, popping, whatever, and that's what people are talking about, I might post a fucktivity in the news video about it. Other times I'll just be like, oh, whatever. And I'm going to save it for the Single Chronicles. I've even done Single Chronicles episodes on YouTube devoted to whatever was trending in the news. But I saw that and I didn't know if I wanted to do Fucktivity in the news. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to talk about that. Like, I don't want to do a whole video about that. I want to save it for the podcast. Even though I had a season two opener that was completely a different subject. Um, It was actually a subject that I was going to do for the conclusion for last season, but trust me, that's coming. And that actually will include a special guest. Anyway, back to this. So Lori Harvey was trending for a minute. And I, every time I saw a post regarding her, Michael B. Jordan, or just her in general, they were like, oh, she belongs to the street. She's with this one and that one and this one and that one. And it was like, okay, so what? Like, like, even when Taylor Swift was with this one and that one and this one. It's like a whole big deal. But there are so many guys throughout history that we know. Like, I bet you every person on this planet can 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 pinpoint name a man that's been with this one, that one, and bounced from this one, that one. And nobody bats an eye. But when a female is trying out 
her partner's brother is and i'm not going to sit up here and say it's right or wrong or how she's doing it or the process the procedure i'm just saying like we all try to find that perfect match for us and we all end up going through fuck boys or fuck girls or whatever and we don't narrow that search down but that doesn't mean that we're we should be judged for that like we don't make no one has a perfect manual on how to pick a partner yes there are studies there are articles there are journals there are episodes podcasts and 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 youtube videos and all types of stuff and psychology reports on how to pick a partner for your personality type or mental issues if you have them you know yeah there's stuff out there but at the same time humans are going to human and they're going to fuck up we're going to choose that wrong person from time to time until we find the right person. And that wrong person for us might not be toxic. They just not, they may not be a perfect fit for us. So if men aren't judged for that, why the fuck are females judged for that? And that shit just irks me. It's like, I, I, I've known guys, like I grew up in the hood. I'm, you know, I live in the hood and I've seen guys out here do whole shit bounce from this female to that female doesn't matter if the females are cool with each other or they hating each other or whatever they'll do that nobody's like all right whatever but let a female do that oh it's a problem oh she a hoe she for the streets why is it that when a female owns her sexuality and decides to be promiscuous she gotta be for the streets but when a dude do it they don't say that yeah he is for the streets but ain't nobody really saying it like that you know, and that's what this episode is about because words have power. They always say sticks and stones don't break my bones and words will never hurt me, whatever, whatever, whatever the saying is going. But words have power. You know, words can hurt you. Words can transform you. Words can empower you. They can inspire you. You know, I watch inspirational videos on YouTube and I listen to other podcasts that are, in, that are inspirational, especially in the beginning of the day. And I remember before COVID happened every morning, you know, I would either listen to music, or the radio, whatever. And then I started listening to inspirational videos and it really put my mindset, it set my mindset for the day. If I listen to some negative shit, some angry shit, that's probably going to you know kind of show the mood that i'm i'm in for that day it really is like if you you listening to like if you get your heart broken you listen to some mary j blige that's the mood you're in that's going to set your tone but let's just say like when you go to the spa you listen to spa music when you go to the gym you listen to upbeat gym music music words all of that stuff sets the tone it it you know, it, it has power. The lyrics and some of these songs have power. And, like, for years, I've listened, like, I, I was born in 1980. Yeah, I'm old. Don't feel like it. Sometimes I do. But when I was coming up and rap was garnering more personality, it was, it was constantly involved, evolving. If women didn't rap about something positive or influential like queen latifah if she was out here making raunchy ass music oh it would have been a different like her career probably would be different than it is today i'm sorry that's just how i feel i love queen latifah don't don't get me wrong i am a fan of the queen not just her acting chops but her singing chops her writing and rapping chops like i'm a fan of the queen okay don't get it twisted like 
I can go back to some classic stuff. You and I, T.Y. Even before that, you know, I can go back to stuff that she made, like, you know, Miss Melody and MC Light. Like, this, these are rapper, female rappers that I listen to coming up. Nowadays, the our females have Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, you know, Saweetie, and all these other different females who's not knocking their rap, but their rap is different than what I grew up with in the 80s and 90s. And they are representing a different type of empowerment to the rap industry. Now, don't get me wrong. When a female comes onto the scene of any type of rap, any type of media, it could be music or it could be on TV uh, or in movies and stuff. She's sexualized. Doesn't matter what type of female she is. She could be a virgin at the end of the day. They are going to sexualize her if she looks appealing. You know, you got Megan Fox, Megan Good. You know, despite how they are viewed in movies and media, that's not who they are. But sex sells, especially feminine female sex. Like, the sexier female is, the, the, the more glorified she'll be, the more popular she'll be, the more money she'll make. But if she's not, if she's overweight or obese or whatever, they're going to put her in another uh, uh, box that can be marketed. Like, if she plus size, oh, you better be funny. You better be bringing something to the table. Hell forbid if you be plus size and own your sexuality and, and your sassiness. People ain't going to know how to react. Like, look at Lizzo, for example. This is a female who is trying to own her identity, her sexuality, and be body positive, especially being plus size. And she's gotten, she's she's been sent through the ringer for it. She ain't ugly. She's a beautiful woman. She's fucking talented. She's not only a singer and a songwriter, but she's even a talented musician. It's like she can play the flute, whatever. She can she can do some shit. She got some talent. She ain't just out here auto-tuning, trying to doing the studio magic. Like I've heard her on video sing acapella with no studio mojo and sound fucking great. But she's plus size, so she at the end of the day. She's known for being uh, um, the poster girl for the body positive movement and 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 plus size women. Why can't she just be an artist? Like even like Adele. Look at Adele, who's a whole other race from a whole different country. You know, this is who she is. She ha- she's she's not market marketable. She wasn't marketable based off of her beauty. And Adele was not ugly before she even lost her. She was so cute. You better come talented. Don't be coming up on the scene fat and you ain't got you okay talent. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm probably one of the biggest MJB fans that you will ever met. I love Mary J. But when Mary J came out, she came out with some kind of sex appeal. It was a little thug hood type stuff, but she had some type of sex appeal. The, the, the media showed her massive love, even though her singing chops wasn't as great as some other females out here. But that's a whole nother story for another day. <sighs> the point is, is that sexuality, sex in general, is just, if you're a female, it's, it's, you're expected to be sexual. And going back to, like, the rappers of My Day versus Now, like, make the style and it look good as shit. She put on her makeup, put her weave in, she get the twerking, shaking her booty. That's what people like. But if you take away all of that, 
She still got talent. She still is a college-educated black woman. So, you know, at the end of the day, she has a lot to bring to the table. She's more just she's more than just a fat ass and a pretty face. But at the end of the day, she's going into a a, a genre and a market that if you don't have a certain quality caliber of, of, of a look, you are going to be judged. So, let's go back to like this whole rap scenario example that I was using. And I'm going to paint a picture for you. Okay, so apparently this Lori Harvey has been with other celebrities and she even though she's the daughter of a celebrity, she's been with other rappers and celebrities, actors or whatever. Because she is in the public eye, she's going to be scrutinized more than just your average female. Okay. I don't know how many guys that are famous that have been out here that have, have bounced from relationship to relationship to relationship or female to female, but they don't get the same flack as she's gotten or other females like that. Like, I've heard female, like other like comments on social media, oh, yeah, she for the streets. Why? Because the last one they worked out or she wanted a, a guy of a certain caliber because that's the type of uh, lifestyle she is accustomed to being the daughter of a celebrity. So she wants to be with other celebrities and the last one they work out. Yeah. Women in that aspect and in just in general have to be mindful of their body count. How many females they've been, how many males they've been with. But men don't have that problem. A man can date a woman and be like, yeah, I had a hundred sex partners. And it's like, all right, well, maybe I'll be the one. But let that be the flip side. It's, it's, the energy is not going to be the same. I'm just saying, keep that same energy. Keep it. If you want to scrutinize a female for being promiscuous or having multiple sex partners, then you need to scrutinize men to the same extent. And I don't want to give that shit about, oh, yeah, well, her insides and she taking it and giving dick versus taking dick and da da da, da. Like, fuck all of that. It's bullshit. I'm tired of it. Like, just think about, like, even, I think it was Lil Boosie, whatever, Lil Rapper that's always got some shit to say. Don't get me wrong, I'll be finding his posts amusing. But, he sat up there and said, and I'm I'm not, I'm paraphrasing here. Women get scrutinized or, or they, you know, we, we talk about females that don't give dudes another chance when they fuck up. But she can be bounced around and passed around. So men can jump from female to female, but women get passed around. Think about those statements. Think about those words. Just really focus on them. Men jump from female to female. They hop from female to female. But women get passed around. Passed around like like some like a piece of thing. So that means that. No matter how far we've come in society or, or in the Western world, can't even talk about lesser developed nations. I'm talking about the U.S. But women, no matter how far we've come in society, we are still objectified because a female is passed around like an object. Like you pass along an heirloom, like, like you pass along a gift or some tangible object. But a man can bounce around. 
Right? We ain't fucking cars. I'm not passing this to the next one. We ain't blunts. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pass it off to my mans and them. But let two females sleep with the same guy. Oh, it's a problem. And don't get me wrong. It's not just the men that are perpetuating this retarded-ass scenario. We do it, too, as females. That's why I said just you got to pay attention to the words. You have to really, really look at the root of how we are using words. And I'm only talking about the English jargon because that's what I speak. I'm not talking about shit that's going on in other countries. We're talking about here. Women get passed around and men bounce from body to body. So we can't pass men around. We can't objectify men, but we can fucking objectify a female. Yeah, think about it. If a man is promiscuous, if he's a hoe, he jumps from body to body. Oh, he got bodies, but he bounced from this one to that one. But the female, she gets passed around like a blunt, like an object, like an heirloom, like a toy. Because we're still objectified. So coming back in terms of sexuality in the rap genre per se... 2 Live Crew and whatever else was out there back in the day. Tupac or anybody. Any rapper that was, was popping in the 80s and 90s could have the most vulgar of lyrics. Don't get me wrong. They gave Tupac some type of flack. But there were a lot of men when I was coming up in the 80s and the 90s that talked about getting hoes, getting bitches. You know what I mean? Getting this one and that one. Biggie. Who probably, don't get me wrong, I love Biggie. I love Biggie. I'm a fucking Biggie fan. And if you sit up there and say that I'm not, I'll punch you in the face. But Biggie, as big and fat as he was, he wasn't objectified for the, how the fuck he looked. But a plus size rapper would be. Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown were popping. They were like the Meg the Stallions and Cardi B and when I was when I was younger. And if they did not sell their sexuality as hard as they were, who knows how popular they would have been. Like, there were so many other rappers that were conscious-type rappers that didn't get the same airplay that they did. Why is that? Don't get me wrong. You got some male-conscious rappers that didn't get airplay. But there were some that did. So, like I said, when it comes to female sexuality... And, and just sexuality in general, I need everybody to keep that same energy when it comes to females. I don't know why that's so complicated. I don't know why that's a problem. We can't keep that same energy for shit. When a female do it, it's a problem. When a male do it, oh, that's just men being men. That's boys being boys. It's expected, accepted, and it's okay. But when a female does it, no. Mm-mm. Nope. I ain't going to keep y'all up here long because I could go on all day about this. But I'm going to leave y'all with this. The female sexuality or the feminine sexuality is, 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 is not as taboo. It's not a problem. Not an issue. Until a female owns it. When we start talking about females being pleased and pleasured and... I ain't trying to get all perverse and nasty, but when you think about masturbation and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, man, it's back up. That's that. But a female 
started talking about ways that a female could be pleased. Like, when I was coming up, that was taboo. What do you mean a woman's supposed to get an orgasm when she has sex? No, she's just supposed to have children. She ain't supposed to get no pleasure out of it. Then why the fuck can we have multiple orgasms if we not allowed to talk about one? So, yeah, that's just something I want y'all to, like, really think about. Like I said, I'm not trying to spread this whole feminist thing. I'm not trying to be a feminist and, and cause a divide amongst the, the genders because the divide is already there. Female sexuality is never a problem until a female owns it. We talk about, oh, these women want to be twerking and shaking their ass. Like, when, when WAP came out, it was a fucking problem. Cardi couldn't even get a Grammy, even though that mo- that song was streamed so many fucking times to the point. Like, I teach a twerk out class. I teach a twerk class, and that girls wanted to hear for a while. When Meg came out with that body song, like several songs that either one of these artists came out. And I'm just using those two as, as, as examples because they're the most popping. They're household names. But there have been songs that they have had that have streamed on on all these music playing platforms that have been they've made challenges on it on, on tiktok and twitter and instagram and all this other stuff but they weren't eligible like wap wasn't eligible to get a grammy because of his lyrics i'm sure it was some fucking grammys given to rap like i mean grammys wasn't probably giving rap songs awards for a minute but when they started doing it some of the raps wasn't conscious like, I hate to use this word, but some of them rap songs was just niggerish and ignorant. Like I said, I'm not saying whether the lyrics are right or wrong. What I'm saying is that keep the same fucking energy when a woman does or says what she wants to say about her body, her sexuality, that a man does. And you just don't, you don't pay him no mind or you give him accolades for it. But no, you want to sit up there and bash your female because she talk about her own fucking body? Just like abortion. Like, that was like the, the fuck. It's always, it's been a trending topic since Roe v. Wade because a woman wants to decide what the fuck she wants to do with her body. And that is the problem that I have with society. Women, our sexuality is not a problem until we talk about it, until we want to own it. When men can market it, own it, make money off of it, exploit it, pimp it out, it's not a fucking problem. But when a female wants to do it, mm. see, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're gonna tell. You're gonna have to tailor it back. It's a little too much. But it wasn't too much when such and such was talking about it. Why is it too much when I'm talking about it? It's my fucking body. I'm talking about my pussy. Why is it when a guy talk about it, you ain't got no fucking problem. You ain't got no beef. But when I talk about it, I can't even get an award. Even though I'm streaming all the time. Yeah. Whew. I can go on for days. But yeah, just keep that in mind. That's that's what I wanted to close with. Female, feminine sexuality is not a problem until a female owns it. So what y'all think? You can leave a voice comment. You can... Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever. You hit me up on social media and let me know what you think. Like, really think about it. Like I said, I'm not, this isn't to debate rather what a female does is right or wrong. Promiscuity is, all right, fornication. All those things probably ain't cool. What I'm saying is that 
If it's not right for a female to do it, it shouldn't be right for a male to do it. Just keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys, I'm about to get out of here. Um, thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to a new season of the Single Chronicles. I will see you back here on Monday. Um, I am going to be, like I said before, I'm going to be streaming a few more episodes of the Single Chronicles on YouTube. So stay tuned for that. Um, we got a new episode coming on. But um, I just had to talk about this. This shit was just like irking me for the last like couple of weeks. And I had to push back last week's topic, this week's topic to next week or whenever I'm going to do it. But I really had to talk about this one, y'all. You know, this is the Single Chronicles. We talk about shit. So, all right, you, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to get off this thing. Um, be sure to check out my merch store. Um, I got a lot of cool tidbits in there, t-shirts. The Fucktivity shirts that have been so popular are now available in multiple colors. I've even added other items in the merch store and other t-shirt designs. Um, my daughter, who is a artist, she's in school for illustration in college, she even has some stuff on my merch store. She is Wonder Woman. When that came out, the movie came out, she was like, yay, I got a shirt. I was like, I need to put it on. So, you know, show your love, show your support. Um, because I love you guys so much, I'm going to offer you a deal. You get free shipping. So if you go to Teespring right now, you go into my merch stores, teespring.com slash merch. If you go there right now, um, you're going to get free shipping just because I fucks with you. So make sure you use promo code SHIP, the number four free. That's SHIP for free. All together, one word, no space, no gaps, no nothing. SHIP for free. When you put that in as a promo code, you will not pay shipping. Now, don't be cheap. Don't be trying to get, like, the little masks and stuff. Because I think it's, like, a cutoff. I don't know how that works. But you get free shipping if you get a couple of things in the merch store. So, that's the least I could do because y'all been so supportive. Um, as always, if you want to be a supporter of this podcast, which keeps it going, definitely click the link. Um, there is a link in the description area that will allow you to become a supporter, a monthly supporter. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't think just because you're a supporter, you're not going to get extra. You will get extra things sent to you. You will get um, access to this podcast before the free folks get it. So check, you know, become a subscriber and definitely... Uh, keep showing the love and support that you do. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be talking my shit again. I missed y'all so much, even though I didn't go anywhere. <sighs> Ooh, Lord have mercy. I could be sitting here talking about this all day. But that's all I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to end this off like I always end these things and tell you to be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. All right, y'all. Take care.